mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. And welcome back to another episode of Don't Blame Me in the quarantine. <laughs> I like it. You really can't. You can't blame anything. You can't. We. You can blame everything on the quarantine, and you really yeah, can't blame that's us. True. Very true. It is. Ugh, I feel it's. I've got. We've got a mm-hmm. nice cushion to protect us yeah. in all of this. I. I do feel highly protected, though. Weirdly enough, in like the. I don't know. I might because I also because I don't have to interact with other humans. I'm like, this is great. I never have to answer the door. <laughs> I'm all about it. That's true, too. Because, like, no, like sometimes before, like, if you got a delivery or something, they would insist that you come to the door. And now it's like they just drop it and run. <laughs> yep. Well, guys, this is Don't Blame Me. It's an advice podcast. If you're new here and you want to call in, the phone number is 310-694-0976. International listeners, you can send us an audio message to meganpodcast at gmail.com. What other things are going on? What else can we do? We have any other housekeeping 
shite. No, I I don't no. believe so. I don't. You don't believe so? Are you watching no. Love Island yet? Ugh, I've got fine. I've got cool. two Housewives franchises going right now. So <sighs> New York, maybe yeah, I'll New start York it. and Beverly Hills are both on right now at the same time. So and Atlanta reunion, which they're doing via Skype. It's been like the best reunion ever because oh. Andy has a mute button and then people are going harder than they usually go. It's great. Wow. I feel like I would enjoy that. <laughs> he is a cute baby. He, he is a very cute baby. Ugh. This quarantine's made me want a baby so bad. Like so bad. Because I'm also not getting my baby fix from Mats's nephew. Hi, Megan and Melissa. I'm going to try this again and get to the point. Essentially, I'm stranded in New York during quarantine due to a lot of unforeseen um, circumstances prior to the pandemic fucking hitting. Um, and I'm staying with a friend of mine who owns a house. And so I'm really grateful to be in that situation. The only issue that I have is with her tenant that lives in the basement, who is a 52-year-old man um, that has no friends, has no life, literally like don't know what he's doing here but also it's none of my business so I could care less granted now we share the kitchen because he refuses to get himself a microwave and a mini fridge and all the things that you would get in a studio fucking apartment so he uses the kitchen all the time okay that's fine but one time I was having a conversation recently with a friend he overheard conversation and then went ahead the next day and tried to talk to me about said conversation mind mind you i was literally in the kitchen cooking with my headphones and listening to your podcast and he had to scream to get my attention because clearly the headphones was not an indicator enough that i don't want to fucking talk to you so i take out my headphone and i'm like what and he's just like oh i just overheard your conversation yesterday and i just wanted to talk to you about it and i was like i don't want to talk about this like completely thrown off guard because i'm just like how dare you like that is how dare you overhear my conversation that's personal between me and my friend and then think that I want to talk to you about it when I've never given you any indication that that's a boundary that I want to cross. So he went ahead and I put it back in my headphones. He still kept trying to talk. And I had to turn around and be like, dude, I don't want to talk about this. And then he's like, oh, oh, okay. And my roommate like, heard him yell my name and she was like, do you need me to say something to him? I'm just like, no, don't say anything to him because I feel like I'm in the rock and a hard place right now. Like if he does anything like that, like I'll say something, but Overall, it's just been a trying time to live with someone so lacking in self-awareness, and I don't know what to do because there's no amount of conversation that needs to be had. I don't want to give him that satisfaction since he's lonely, and what he wants is a conversation. And I don't need to give you that. I don't owe you any anything at all. You are a stranger to me. So it's just frustrating, and any advice you can give me on how to deal with this situation would be much appreciated. Love you guys so much. Thank you. I'm a character, by the way. And so is he. So it makes it actually extra hilarious to me that he claims to be so self-aware when he's really fucking now okay all right love you bye you're from new york wow would never guess you are. <laughs> and everybody's gonna be like she's a cancer and it's like you're no right. she's a new york cancer she's a new york cancer they're a different breed oh my god girl First, Holy i need shit. you to take a deep breath <laughs> I need you to get some weed and yeah. hit a joint. Like I, I feel very bad for everybody who who uh, do not have great connections with their drug dealers right now in cities well, that they don't have legal marijuana. But shit, girl. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Deep yeah. breaths. It's okay. 
Um, wow, that was a lot. I mean, I think the, it, I un- I totally understand where she's coming. Like, I totally get where you're coming from because you do not owe this guy anything. And in my mind, I'm picturing kind of like a crusty old white man who like makes you uncomfortable. I'm not picturing like a sweet I don't know, like Steve Martin type. So I think that like, it's just figuring that there's a difference. And I think you have to go with your gut. And I don't want anyone who's, I know that you said that he's lonely and that definitely tugs on my heartstrings and thinks like, oh, he just wants to have a conversation. But I, I'm, I would assume if you have this like visceral kind of reaction to him, it's a, you know what I mean? Like it's a vibe that you're getting from him that feels icky and doesn't feel it feels like he's kind of crossing a boundary in a line as opposed to like a sweet, it's like, as opposed to like the old man from up or something like he's that, dead. where it's like very, very harmless or you're just at your wits end and you're losing it and you just don't want to have a conversation with anybody. So I think I would, I don't know why you said to your exactly. roommate. Though, it's not her place. Um, also, yeah. I want to start from like you saying he won't get like a hot plate or a microwave or whatever in a mini fridge but like if it was required of him to get that then it would have been in the lease agreement so if the Mm -hmm. roommate is allowing him to use it you can't like be mad at her or your friend is allowing him to use it you can't be mad at her you're the guest in this situation it's her place he's renting from her he's paying money you're the guest so you can't be mad at him being around so yeah yeah and then going back to what you were saying like if he's going to or why you said that you wouldn't tell your friend to say anything it's her job like it's literally her place that's what she's supposed to do so if he's bothering you yeah you being the guest then your friend should go to him and and have the conversation about the boundaries you're inserting yourself Mm -hmm. into something that you shouldn't be doing Yeah, because I think even when you said, like, oh, well, if he says something again, I'll say something. But the issue also there is you're not Mm -hmm. paying rent. Like, it's, like, again, like you're saying, it's it's your friend's place. You're staying there for the foreseeable future. So it should be her mediating that situation so there isn't any tension between you guys. Because let's say that, like, it does blow up and it's shitty. I don't know if you're the girl you're living with. I don't know if she has any other source of income, but this rent that that might be like she needs that. And it's going to be if it's him or you, you might not win and who's going to be able to stay. So, yeah, I don't get why. I don't know. I I also think you you might you might want a little bit of the confrontation at this point because I think you've built up a frustration towards him. And maybe the maybe the girl you're staying with, maybe your friend has been kind of like venting to you about like, Ugh, and he like won't get this and he won't do this. And so you're feeling upset and frustrated on her behalf, but that's also not your problem. Like that's her problem. Like if she's frustrated that he's using the kitchen, she shouldn't mm-hmm. let him use the kitchen. Like it's not, it's not any of that, that sort of stuff. And then I would say also uh, just in general for this time, I think the more that we can check our own feelings and reactions and everyone else's feelings and reactions to know that nobody knows really what they're doing and everybody's kind of dealing with stuff and they're dealing with it in a different way. So giving yourself that kind of grace when you react in a way that you're like, oh, wow, I don't think that that was warranted or why am I feeling this way in the same way with other people. But if you feel uncomfortable and uneasy about him having access to 
said apartment and the set like the same and having like a shared space if that makes you feel like gut instinct like this feels really icky and bad and scary then I would if you're if your friend who you're living with if she's never had an issue and she doesn't have that feeling and she's okay with it I would see if you can stay Mm -hmm. with somebody else because I don't know unless the situation hasn't been working for her but if the situation hasn't been working for her that's also on she has legal rights as a landlord and him that whole thing so that should be addressed in a different situation but there's also no shame and no harm of like realizing that this is not the ideal living situation for you and having it be an okay living situation for her and then finding somewhere else but also it is a hard time to find a different place to live so maybe that means you you kind of paying attention or knowing when having a conversation with him first and saying hey what's the what's the schedule that you are like tend to be in the kitchen like i'm assuming it's a very small space it's new york and knowing when he like the time around the times that he's using the kitchen and then stay in your room or stay in a different place at that time and then go use the kitchen at different times to avoid him but i think there you do kind of need to have a conversation with her definitely but maybe even with him to kind of find that out to make your lives work better together because I think right now you're at your wits end and I feel like this might (laughs) might be bad (laughs) like yeah I feel like you are gonna snap and that's not let's avoid snapping you know like we're all gonna do it eventually but let's let's avoid avoid it especially because you won't have anywhere to go so yeah and mm -hmm. you're in New York (laughs) and you're already on a (laughs) 10 yeah I also want to know for for you saying that like you hate it, like you don't, maybe he just talks so much and that's where you pick this up. But like, I was under the impression like through this that you were like, I don't want to talk to him. And he just keeps, the fact that you know that he's a cancer, that he like thinks he's very self-aware. Like, what are these conversations? Yeah. Like, that's so weird. <laughs> like, what are you, like, why are those the things you know about him? Like, uh, it's just odd. And I also do wonder what the conversation you were having with your friend is because that would definitely determine the weirdness factor like if you were talking about a tv show or a movie that he loves or like a play like a vacation or a trip or someplace he's always wanted to go or someplace that he's been or something like that but if you were talking about like sending nudes and he's like oh i want to talk about like yeah i think that there's but you can also trust your gut to know are you feeling annoyed by him because he's just pissing you off because you're just in this heightened sense of anxiety state or is he some creepy old like some creepy dude that you feel uneasy around and in that case get the fuck out right safely or just hide in your room all of those fucking weird but uh yeah um i I would suggest i mean maybe some meditation i know megan you hate that but um you can't do it something that's gonna calm you down Actually, every person I know who lives in New York <laughs> meditates. I don't know anyone who lives in New York who's not. They have you yeah. have to. It's a high yeah, stress time. Oh, well, stay safe, stay healthy, and stay out of the kitchen. <laughs> Hi, Megan. I'm Melissa. Uh, so I'm 24, and my husband's 29. We met in a very weird way. Uh, I'm a Canadian, and he's an American. Uh, we met because my mom had married a U.S. citizen and my husband is my stepbrother's best friend. So we've been together for about two years. Uh, the first 10 months of our relationship was long distance because I was in Canada and I was going to university. Uh, after I graduated, I spent a summer with him in the U.S. 
and we tried to figure out ways so we could stay together and live together. Um, anyways, it got to the point where we ended up getting married so I could get a green card. No one knows we got married because we just did it through court and, I, and we promised each other we would do it the proper way when the time is more right. However, my American step family is very close and my husband made it clear he didn't want anyone knowing because once we get married the traditional way, he doesn't want it to be, to be talked about or anything. But I told my best friend that lives in America, she's my stepbrother's wife and also one of my husband's best friends from childhood. Uh, her, my stepbrother, and my husband grew up together. Um, I trust her a lot. I know she has my back and she's very loyal, but I'm worried that one day it could get out. I know she has not said anything yet, and I told her right away after we got married about eight months ago. I mean, she is keeping it from her husband right now and obviously tells me all the time she wishes we would just tell the two of them openly. My husband is big on trust, and I know if he knew I lied to him and told his friend about our marriage, he would be extremely upset with me for breaking his trust. So basically, my question is, to avoid anything coming out in the future, should I tell him, or should I just keep it under wraps? And if he does find out, how do I go about explaining it? Now, this is a little weird, but thanks for your help. Bye. Why don't you just get married for right. again? <laughs> I feel like that's the solution. You guys are already married. Um, I think I don't know how trustworthy your friend is. That is, it's, a, she's a, hiding it from her husband. That is his his best friend. best friend. Yeah, I. If you were going to tell a friend in that situation, like I would, she that's no, the wrong like, friend. Obviously, to you can't go back in time. That is the wrong point. Like she is not your friend in this situation. She is your husband's best yeah. friend's wife doesn't matter how close you guys are like that's that's the other relationship part so yeah I think that I I totally understand why you're worried and concerned um I would have told again I would have told a different friend a Canadian friend but, maybe <laughs> one that yeah, doesn't know like any doesn't of these know. people yeah I mean I would just get married for real like they they've been married for eight. You've been married for eight months, you said. So yeah. that's like. That's a good amount of time and you guys are planning on it's not like you got married for a green card and then there's no. Yeah, you were you, together. You, it's, You're together. Like, yeah, it wasn't like you guys. You did it to like stay in the country. Like you're literally your mom's here. Like you guys have been dating for a while. You're married. I don't. I honestly don't see what the big deal is here. Like as far as yeah. why you guys are no, keeping I don't, it secret. I think it may, maybe, I mean, my only really knowledge of um, uh, green card marriages is from the movie, The Proposal. Fantastic film. So I don't know if maybe it's like, oh, he doesn't want to, like maybe if he's more, you know, my least favorite word on this podcast. Traditional. traditional. <laughs> and so maybe it's that, or maybe it's that, um, and yet this is me, my thought process, like from watching the proposal so many times, maybe it's that it's not, if it's not a real, if it's not like a wedding ceremony thing and you plan on getting married again, it becomes pretty abundant that you got married for the green card the first time and that you don't want as many people to know. Um, But yeah, but also at the same time, like, I don't even necessarily think you have to get married. Like this could have been lots of people just get married at the courthouse in general. Like you don't have to have like a big whole wedding. Mm -hmm. And so I think if you, that's what you guys want, then do that now because eventually it is going to come out. And if he doesn't want to 
I would be more suspicious if you were like, let's just say get married for real. Like I would be more suspicious from for him from him and also i i it is a little rich i won't lie it is a little rich that he's saying that honesty is his big thing but he's being like don't yeah, tell anyone like, that we're married i think you need to tell him like immediately yeah i because it's yeah, gonna that you're like we have to get married i told yeah and because it's gonna it's going to come out eventually and you want it to come from you and not from his best friend because then there's two more people that know or one more person that knows before he knows that you've told. It's just a messy situation. You have to tell him. Yeah. And again, it doesn't make sense to me that it's like, it's an, he, that you're afraid that he's going to be upset because honesty is a really big thing. But also that should apply for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> like it shouldn't just apply. Like, like you, he's asking you not to be honest with like your family and everybody like that. So I don't, I don't know. I would, I would, First, the first thing I would do is say, like, have a conversation with him about, like, you know what? Like, I really hate keeping this from everybody. Like, I don't think you have to tell him you told your best friend already, but I think you, sh- you might be you should. But I would just say, I hate keeping this from everybody. This is, like, giving me so much anxiety. Like, I don't, I just, like, want to be able to, like, celebrate the fact that we're married and have this be something that everybody knows. And I want, like, my family to be there and I want your family and all of that stuff. And like, let's do it soon. Like, let's do it like as that kind of thing. And then also, you know what you could even fucking do? You can blame you it on the quarantine. Do... That's what I was going to yeah. say. You could do that and blame it on the quarantine. Also, if you guys needed to find a way to live together, to stay in the country, and you're doing that actively, won't everybody else just know that you got married? Like, how else would you have yeah. done it? Yeah. If everybody knows that you guys are like living together and they know, especially because your mom married a Canadian your mom married an American too. I feel like everybody knows you guys are definitely married if you're like living together and staying together past any of that green card kind mm-hmm. of stuff. So yeah, but you can even just say that like quarantine, like he can do like a quarantine proposal and like you guys can do, say that you got court documents and you're getting like, and then you'll do a real marriage once you guys are out of quarantine. So you'll just have two Another fake marriage, you know, before a big real one. So you'll have two real marriages, this little fake one that will cover up that you already had the like court ordered one or not court ordered, but the that one courthouse one. And then you'll have the party. Exactly. Yeah. I feel like they have to know, though. I would think so, too. Just get married. (laughs) Just get married. That's the that's the solution. Then nobody has to lie anymore. Well, should we go on to the next one? Oh, everybody, please ignore my trash. The Wi-Fi was sucking, so I opened the door. If you're watching the video, just close your eyes. Ignore the trash. It's Monsa's chore, not mine. So basically, I wanted some advice on my current relationship. Um, I am 20. My boyfriend is 24. And we've been dating for about a year now. And I am a sex worker, cam girl, stripper, yada, yada. And with that, my, I, I met my boyfriend through that. He actually was, um, buying content from me and that later blossomed into a whole relationship. And then a few months into the relationship, he actually told me that he didn't want me stripping, which was a massive surprise to me because that's like how he met me and everything. And then 
we kind of got over that. I kind of changed his mind and, you know, explained my lifestyle a little bit better and made him understand, like, how this all works and stuff. And then now it's coming up that he doesn't want to go public with our relationship because he's afraid he'll lose friends over it, which is just a massive shock to me. And, like, I mean, he's been hiding like the relationship for a while and I just thought it was because he wanted to take things slow now finding out that he's embarrassed of what I do and it it's just really like soul crushing you know um I also wanted to say that I'm a cancer and he's a Libra which will probably answer a lot of questions right now um so yeah he doesn't really know what the fuck he wants and He's kind of making up these excuses, but I just wanted to see your guys' perspective on that and see if that reasoning is valid and that, like, just a, a perspective from somebody who isn't a sex worker because all of my friends are in the industry and they're, they have a very, you know, specific mindset of, like, you know, respect what I do. We, we deserve respect, which we do, but it's like I also see where he's coming from from his perspective as well. So I just want to see what you guys thought of the Throw situation. the whole man Thanks. away. Throw the whole so fucking man away. He, yep. Toss him, bundle toss him, up, him up, and okay, chuck him. Knocked over my mic. And then mm-hmm. I was yeah, going to I want you to drop kick, kick the man him. away. Drop kick the man mm-hmm. to fucking Mars. Yes. He's a piece of shit. He's a fucking piece of shit. Yeah. I hate this dude and this is a this is like a genre of dude of oh yeah i'm like gonna reap the benefits of sex work but like it's also like you know you don't get my respect like you're gross but like i'm still gonna participate but i like think that you're less than right (laughs) nope that's not how it works first of all sex work work than i'm sure whatever the fuck he's doing in the story second like he like you were saying, he doesn't respect you at all. Like he, so he just expects, you know, like you, I guess he calls himself probably thinks that he's like saving you from this work, but he wants her to be a whore in bed. You know that he wants her to do what he wants you to like, yeah. Turn all them fucking tricks. Of course. And he's living. Yeah. And he's literally like, like I, I, I have like brought her from that and now she needs to get a, real no, job he's a piece of shit cool. and the thing is is even if you yeah, abided yeah. and did every all of that shit i can guarantee you he would break up with you <laughs> like which sounds so, it's not yep because that's not what he wants because he, he he's wants living this, in the to, fantasy like he has no respect for you at all and that's the issue the, mm-hmm. there's only one issue with i mean there's a lot of issues with like the regulation and like the safety and rights of sex work but the only issue of respect is the fact that the people who are reaping the benefits of sex work do not respect those women that's the fuck those are the fucked up people in Mm -hmm. the situation and he is one of them and you would think if somebody is going to be an active participant in supporting someone who's a sex worker you would think that they are respectful and supportive of that and those those people exist and he is not one of those people and he's a piece of fucking shit and Mm it I hate you. I hate to hear you say that, like, you think his, like, feelings and reasons are valid. They're not. They're not. They're not. There's not a single, single part of them is valid, literally at all. At all. And it's just, if he had an issue with 
this is the also if he had an issue with sex work, he wouldn't be participating in your sex work. But he doesn't have an issue with sex work. He has an issue with respecting sex workers. That's his issue. He's not looking at you like mm-hmm. you're a human or someone who has value at all. And that's so fucked up and not what a relationship makes at all. And again, you'd think that someone who was a fan of yours, like I, he's hundred percent fetishizing you. Like it's, he wants you to be like a, like he, and I, this is like, I'm not calling you this at all. I'm just thinking in like the straight dude terms. Like he wants you to be like a slut just for him. Like only for me, like, this is what I want. Mm -hmm. Like I'm going to get this girl that I like, I was paying for her stuff and now I don't have to pay for it. And now I'm getting all this special. Yeah. Like it's possessive and fucking gross. Like it is so fucking gross. Ugh, especially because he was a fan first. It is now she's mine. It has become like a, yep. I saw this. I got it. Mm-hmm. It is mine. Now nobody else can have it. And you're a person. You're not a thing. And mm-hmm. you need to chuck the whole man away. He's not even a man. Drop kick the boy away. I hate him. Yeah. I hate him so much. I hate him. So- I hate him too. And I hope that you find somebody that respects you and accepts you as you are. Yeah. Because there are men out there. That I, I, I literally say lot. all the time that I think in an uh, alternate universe in a different life, I would be like a sex worker. I'd be a cam girl. Like, I just think I would love that. And all of my friends are like, yeah, that's very much your vibe. And I've asked Mots, mm-hmm. like, seriously, I'm like, if I ever decided I want to do it, he's like, oh, 100% would support you. Like, I would love that for you. Like, if that's what you want to do, uh, totally yeah. go for it. Like, and that's. And sure, it's a hypothetical question in this situation, but it's a secure guy is not going to be like this. I don't know. I don't know if my advice also is then maybe be a little bit more wary of fans. Like, uh, be, I think that that might make you yeah. put your guard down because, again, you assume that because they're supporting you, they're supportive. <laughs> and like if they're paying for content or paying for whatever, it doesn't mean that they like support you and I wonder if that was kind of like the fast track of the relationship that it kind of vetted him out and it felt like mm-hmm. that I would I would yeah I think if you're going to date someone who like knows you or you meet through your work I think I would be yeah just keep this in the back of your mind and extra cautious wary cognizant Ugh. yeah okay guys we're going to take a quick break and we will be right back Okay, guys, we are back from our break, and let's get into the rest of the calls. Um, I'm 26, also a Leo, August 4th. Um, my question is regarding what to do when dating somebody and telling them that you don't want kids. Um, I, in the past, have recently only had, like, sexual or fuck buddy, friends with benefits type of relationships, um, so haven't been very good at dating life per se um so it's kind of a new thing to be able to take it slower and just kind of be bringing up topics and getting to know each other um so my concern is that bringing it up too soon would freak somebody out like why are you talking about kids but at the same time I don't want kids so and I actually can't have kids I got my tubes tied when I was 23 um, I've always known that I haven't wanted kids. I mean, I, when I was a teenager, I kind of had the obvious like influences of like, oh yeah, you want kids, right? And you kind of just 
nod and smile and say, yeah, yeah, totally. But growing up and realizing what I want out of life, I said, kids are just not my future and I'm not going to change my mind. Um, my concern is, though, I don't want to wait too long to tell somebody that I'm dating um, that I can't have kids and that I don't want kids because I don't want to lead them on. I, I don't want, you know, because if that's a deal breaker for them, I, I don't want to, you know, have them obtain feelings for me and down the road be like, oh, hey, by the way, I don't want kids. And then just have that ultimately crush them and have this awful, you know, falling out. Um, any advice I would really appreciate. Um, love the podcast. Just started listening. Actually, I listened during work all day, working from home during this awesome COVID. Um but I really appreciate any advice. Thanks. Welcome. Um, we have the same fucking birthday, bitch. What? That's wild. Mm-hmm. That is crazy. I was gonna say, I feel like kids are usually something you bring up on first dates. For me, um, it's usually part of like the initial conversation. So I don't think it's odd to bring it up during a first date. No, I don't think it's weird at all. I think the only thing that is that would put somebody off in uh a, again in a good way, like the whole thing we talk about, like oh, I don't want to scare somebody off. It's like no, no, that's just it's a good thing. Like you're, yeah, you're <laughs> weeding them out because you know already like they're not the one for you. Yeah, and their answers don't change on date one and date one hundred. Like it, mm-hmm. it's the same sort of reaction, the same sort of thing. But I think it's something that I would just bring up in like regards to family. If you if you have like nieces or nephews or you have something where you're just like getting to know each other, literally, again, it can be on the first date and talking about family stuff. And you can say like, oh, my nieces, nephews, like they're really cute. Like, I definitely don't want any kids of my own. But like they're those are the the only ones. I love spending time with them, but I can give them back. Yeah. And so you can say it in a casual way like that. But also on top of that, you can even just say like. Like, I don't like at the risk of being like really forward. I just want to make sure that I'm honest with everybody. I even go on a date with whether or not it like leads to anything more serious. But I am not interested in having kids. Like if I Mm -hmm. like if my friends like who are single going on dates, if like the first date the like guys that they were going out with were like, hey, I have no interest in settling down and having a girlfriend. They'd be like, great. Now I know. And I'm not going to waste my time. And I don't think that it's bad or weird at all and again like there's I I hate the term there's a lid for every pot because also I lose pot like lids to pots all the time it's like Tupperware but truly you're gonna find somebody who is like oh I don't want kids at all either this makes me Mm -hmm. even more into you because we're so similar and compatible so I just think it might make it feel like rejection first or it might feel like a lot more right off the bat but that's just because you're weeding it out and you're not waiting so I think it's I think it's a lot better to say it sooner rather than later and then yeah and it's like the reverse too because it could be like you could you said that if you um you don't want to lead somebody on and then they like catch feelings for you and then you tell them you don't want to have kids and then that's the end of it. But it could be the same thing of you get like really into this guy and he's like, I want to have kids and it's now it's on you. And so it's like you should tell them sooner rather than later. Dating guys who are around your age or older, I think 
that's also, I wouldn't, if I, I would like, if you're dating anyone a little bit younger than you, I would not bring it up in like a casual way. I would like be like, Hey, I don't want, because they, they might, if you're dating like a 22 year old guy, like, yeah, I don't want kids for like a long time either, but like down to fuck. But if yeah. you're looking for a relationship, I would, yeah, I think it's, it's, I think it's a good thing. I think it's the same thing of knowing if someone has kids or if someone has no desire to get married or someone's divorced like those are things or like religion like yeah compatible that way those are I feel like those are basic questions and I think like most people are meeting people on dating apps as it is and that's a question that they ask yeah on all of them yeah do you want that's kids like mm-hmm. true yeah maybe just add it to your profile if it's not if you're not on the dating apps that like have it as an option listed Um, I used to like when I was helping like friends with theirs and it was like people said that they didn't want kids. And if my friend wanted kids, we would swipe left on those people and be like, Mm -hmm. oh, no, I'm not into that. Um, So, yeah. And again, if you're on other apps that don't have as an option, you can even just in your bio of being like. I know I like uh, then you can even like make a like be like quippy, funny joke about it of being like, you can call me mommy, but I don't want to be a mommy. I kind of like, yeah, I think it, it could be funny. So I wouldn't, I really wouldn't stress too much um, about it. Just stick to your guns too. Don't let anyone tell you that like, oh, well maybe like if you wait around, like who knows? Like as long as you're up front, then if they get- She, her tubes are tight. No, but that's what I mean though. But if they get hurt <laughs> later on, the more upfront you are, then if they get hurt later on because you, they chose to believe it, they they chose to like not really acknowledge it, then that's on them. And then- that's not your problem. Very true. But yeah, best of luck. I hope you're uh, masturbating a lot during this quarantine because not going on a lot of dates that have. I am. <laughs> I've been with my boyfriend for five years, lived together for three years. I got drunk, logged into his email because half of me had a feeling something was wrong. When I logged in, I saw he had sent himself a picture of his ex's little sister to a new email I had never seen before. We are both 27, turning 28 this year. His ex is 28, and her little sister turned 21 this year. I log into this random email and find hundreds of pictures of women on it, nudes, nudes his exes had sent him, and porn. But what really fucked with me was he had been sending himself pictures of his ex's little sister for five years. The pictures of her were screenshots of things she posted on Instagram. When I clicked on start, they were pretty much all pictures of her. I also find out he has a fake Instagram account. When I logged in, it was pretty much, um, porn. it was porn pretty much. He had hundreds of pictures of these women saved on Instagram, no one I knew. He followed a bunch of women who only post nudes and they followed him back. No messages, only one from this month with a girl offering to sell him nudes and him asking for a preview before he does and nothing else. I confronted him and he tells me he has a problem and that he knows it. He says he's been wanting to get help for a long time but didn't know how. He said he thinks he's a sex addict. I asked where he sent himself all these pictures from. He said it was an old phone, which I knew he had been taking with him to every house we moved to. I kicked him out and I charged this phone when he left. And when I go on it, I find an app that can hide photos. When I click on it, I found all these nudes from exes, lots of porn, and also screenshots of pictures that girls he knows have posted on Snapchat and Instagram. I also found pictures of his ex's little sister he had taken back in 2015 when she was 16 and he was 23. He took a picture of her asleep, fully clothed, and one of her where she seems to be talking to him, and he cropped his this picture so only her boobs are zoomed in. I also found a picture of my little sister in there. 
Her picture was from 2017 and was a screenshot of something she posted on Instagram. All these pictures show cleavage, but some of them don't. All of this has me really fucked up. He immediately saw a therapist after he left. He says he never masturbated to any of these pictures and just kept them. His therapist said he technically is a sex addict, even though he never acted on it, and said this is the result of sexual abuse trauma he endured as a child. He told her about the pictures of when the little sister was 16, and she said by law she can't report him because she was fully clothed in all of them. She said he's not a pedophile. He just hasn't dealt with trauma he, he has lived, and this was his fucked up way of coping with, with what happened to him. He hasn't been back since that night. He opened up with me about the abuse hindered for years, but I just feel I kind of see everything and I don't know what to do. I've known since him since we were kids and we have a lease together until December. Okay. I know we said drop kick the other man away. This is, oh, oh, throat chop him. Yeah. Then drop kick him. And into a vat (laughs) of boiling lava. And, uh, I I I don't know how I feel about also this therapist either. Also, is the therapist telling you this directly or is this information that your ex is funneling through? Uh, This is just one of those things that I think you want our permission to be done with him and not be with him anymore. And I think like there's probably a part of you that feels like I don't want to, I don't even know how to say, but like now that you're knowing that, oh, there was sexual abuse in a childhood that you're, that there's a part of you that maybe feels like you should forgive him and should feel bad and should like empathize with him. But you can feel shitty for the things that he's gone through and still be like, I can't be with you. And this was so grossly, vastly inappropriate. And mm-hmm. I understand now that there are all these triggers and history with you and stuff that had happened to you. And that really sucks, but that doesn't make what happened. Okay. With me and I'm done. And that's what I think needs to be there. Cause you can, again, you can, I mean, that's, that's the cycle of abuse, like abusers got abused. So they abuse other people, but you have to break that cycle. And that's, that's not, that has nothing to do with you at all. And Mm -hmm. it's not about you forgiving him and having him move up like he needs to get his shit together and it has nothing to do with you I also think like I don't know I I the the fact that there are pictures from like a 15 16 year old girl and like the therapist is saying like I can't report that because she's fully clothed and I just think that that to me is so I don't know like it's so unimportant important in the scheme of things and for that to be one of the things that he tells you it's like that's like a an image and protection and like legal thing versus Mm -hmm. an emotional issue aspect of it like it just feels like it's like it to me it sounds like he's trying to get you back on these technicalities yeah and it's not okay and i just think you've got to cut him off completely yeah. Yeah. And I get that you guys have a lease together, but you kicked him out and yeah, he can continue paying his portion of the lease until it's done and then be done. And I think you don't talk to him and you don't continue. And I think, again, I don't believe in closure at all, but I think that I think maybe for you knowing, treating this as opposed to 
uh, a reason why this happened so then you guys can move forward. I think maybe this, you knowing all the stuff that he said that his therapist said, maybe this for you can be the closure that you know to then move on and be done with this relationship because you already were looking through his, you know, like that's the thing. Mm -hmm. Like there's other issues. You're looking through his phone and you know that. And I'm also like, ugh, I also really hate the, like, oh, I've been wanting to get help, but I didn't. And I didn't know how to go about it. But immediately like, after she kicks you out, you immediately go to a therapist. Like, mm-hmm. it's just a little too much. Like, and I understand if you are participating in like an addiction or something that you're like so deep in it or something that you don't want to be done. Like, you don't want to yeah. actually be through with it and you want to keep going along and doing what you're doing. But this is not. This has been going on for so, so, so long. And it's a huge part of like lying through your whole relationship. Mm-hmm. And that's like that trust. And, and he I, has pictures of your sister too. That's, yeah. It's just gross. It's just, it doesn't, I, yeah. And this is the other thing that like, there is a huge correlation between sex like sex like uh like sexual like rapists and sexual offenders who have been sexually abused but there's a lot of people who've been sexually abused who then don't go around and abuse other people yeah and so it becomes less of an excuse and more of a oh okay we can tie this to this is what happened in this and this trauma and all of that but it's not it's not a guarantee it's not an automatic sort of thing and you can feel empathy for the things that he went through without wanting to continue and have your relationship with him and and want to move on from this because this is I I would not be able to Mm -hmm. I would have lost my mind yeah oh I'm sorry sorry. this sucks like that sucks like it already sucks when like you're looking through a significant other's phone because like you know you're gonna find something because you're looking Mm -hmm. in the first place she she wasn't just like looking through his like his actual phone but then his like burner phone Mm -hmm. too I think that your gut instinct of breaking up and being done with him, not seeing him, not talking to him. I think it's you have our permission if you're looking for that. Yeah. Oh, he's a piece of shit. Piece of fucking shit. Ew. I also think of a fucking pixelated if you're zooming in on these photos from 2015. I can't. I can't. And also, I don't believe for a second you never masturbated to them. Not for one. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We didn't bring that up. Of course he did. Like what? So he's just looking at them, and he's like, "Oh, that's cute." No, no. And there's and even the fact that like the fact that the therapist that to me, I'm like, there's no way either the therapist is a fucking crock or there's no way the therapist said that. Where I was like, yes, even though you haven't been masturbating to them, it is still a sex addiction. If I was a therapist, I would be like, you're fucking masturbating to them. Don't lie to yeah. me. Like, do, don't lie. But what What's the other purpose of you? Ha- what's the purpose of you having these if you're not masturbating to them? Ugh, ugh, ugh. Yeah, be done. Boy, bye. Boy, fucking bye. Ugh. Ladies, trust your gut. Mm-hmm. If you want to look through your man's phone, fucking do it. Mm-hmm. Do it. If you want, if you have that, like I have some, I like, I've got this inclining, not because you're just like bored and be like, dude, dude, that's how the girl found the furry stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's just bored. But if you like have a suspicion and you have a hunch, fucking do it. Like you, it's, you're get you're thinking that and you're feeling that for a reason. And you're feeling it. You're thinking that and feeling that for a reason also because like you want to act on it. Like you want like 
you want to know because then you want to have a conversation or you want to break up or you want to address it. Like it's it's not you don't just do it and then you don't talk about it. Like that's not yeah. why. OK, it is time for Don't Blame Them. And uh, this is when you guys give your own advice. And what episode is this from? This is from episode 21 of season five. And um, it was the original caller. She uh, was dealing with her boyfriend had this friend that he considered his quote unquote sister, but they were very flirty and very unsibling like. Yeah. So here's somebody that's calling with similar experience. Hey, Megan and Melissa, I am calling for the don't blame them thing with, in reference to the girl whose um, boyfriend is, has a really close friend who is a girl who he considers his sister. Um, that same exact thing happened to me. My um, ex-boyfriend, one of my ex-boyfriends, we were dating for a pretty long time, but like maybe three months into our relationship, I met this girl that he worked with that he knew before we started dating. And um, I could tell that they were really good friends and they were really close. And I asked her about it because I realized that like, she would stay after she was cut and her last table left um, and just like stay and have a beer with him and like touch him in like weird ways or like laugh at all of his jokes. And so I asked him about it. I was like, hey, so like, what's up with y'all? Like, has, is there history with like with y'all or something like that? He's like, oh no, she's like my sister. I was like, oh, okay, so that made me feel a little bit better. And then he um quit that job, went to another job, got that job, and then went back to the cook job where he knew that girl that he considered his sister from, and she's still working there. And I asked him, I was like, hey, is she still working there? And he was like, yeah, she is. We hit, like we talk and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, okay. Then after he started working there, he started lying to me. He started sneaking around and like not letting me, you know, see his phone or stuff like that. Like he normally would from the two years that we dated. So um, then like maybe a month after he started working at that place again, he broke up with me because he cheated on me with her. So basically, if you have a gut feeling, because I had a gut feeling that something was going on between them. If you have a gut feeling, you're not crazy. So, like, just no matter what, go with your gut and trust yourself. That's always what I do and what I decide to do. So, yeah, that's basically my advice. You're not crazy. Also, you're not alone. This happened to a lot of people. So, like, you know, it's hard, but also trust your gut. Yeah. Okay. Bye. Love the show. I think that sums up pretty much yeah. the whole show. It's, You're not crazy. Mm-hmm. Go with your gut. You're not alone. Yeah. I need everybody to stop saying, am I being crazy? You're not. You're never. You're never being fucking crazy. And also, like, when you look at it, like, a third party of being like, am I being crazy? Like, my boyfriend's fucking another girl and, like, I'm kind of pissed. <laughs> and it's like, if, if, if someone else said this, like, are you kidding? Of course. Yeah. Uh, uh. 
Yeah, this is wild. I'm also, it does make me rethink if Leo and I should just not refer to each other as siblings. Like when he dates girls, I'm like, so like, this is how they must, I mean, we're not like that at literally at all. But they don't know that. They don't know you guys. But now I wonder, I'm like, maybe that, like, we, I always thought that was the safest way to be like, I come in peace. Like, he's like my brother. Like, she's like my sister. And so now I'm like, well, maybe it's, we're like cousins. No, that sounds like you in certain states you'd get it down uh yeah i mean i mean she said it all it's go with your gut trust your gut always 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 and also if you're going for like advice to your friends pick the friend who's like kind of a bitch don't pick the friend who's so nice like i love sydney more than anything in the entire world she is the greatest person ever sydney is like who I will tell I mean I obviously tell her everything but like she's the she will support me no matter what I want ever like anything I do all the time she's gonna see the best in every situation because she also sees the best in people she's not a Mm -hmm. pessimist like she hates people but like she definitely is positive and gets along well with everybody and like super personable and I pick my like cuntiest bitchiest friends for advice you're there you're you're on that list (laughs) it's like and that's what you gotta do (laughs) Yeah. Ugh, good God. And I'm sure there are. And like she said at the end of that, like, I'm sure we could have played so many. more. Everyone's been through this where it's yes. like, no, don't worry. She's fine. You're like, feel like she's not fine. I don't trust her. Little did she know she could not, in fact, trust her. Trust him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and him. Ugh, ugh, ugh. Well, that is it for our episode. If you guys want to call in for an upcoming one, you can leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976. And international listeners, you can send us an audio message at meganpodcast at gmail.com. And um, what else? Oh, should we do another quick update? If you guys are applying for our private Facebook group, if you do not have a public profile, you cannot join. And that is, yes, we are admitting we are going back on our word, but we surveyed everybody in the group and talked about it. And everybody in the group... 99.9%. Well, now 100% of everybody in the group is using real Facebook profiles and they've all agreed that it makes them feel more comfortable to have everybody else who's applying. Everybody needs to be on the same playing field because the reason why if you're private, you don't want to see someone that you know in the group and you don't want them to know Mm -hmm. it's you. But the issue is, is if you're private, then everybody else, they don't get that same benefit or that same luxury of knowing they don't know. Maybe it's their fucking boyfriend who's trying to join in this fake thing they yeah. can't know or the or the one that's cheating with him exactly maybe it's that bitch yeah no not uh, that bitch yeah. maybe it's because it's that, that bitch is good mm-hmm. maybe it's yeah. her um that girl that girl that that one yeah anything else uh no no guys you can get my book if you haven't got it yet hell yeah if you want the audiobook too it's all available you're oh. not special what oh should we Why throw to we- a clip why don't we listen to Oh my to, to, god guys to the audiobook. We'll get we got an exclusive because we know some people. Yeah, we know some people. <laughs> we know some people who made this happen. So um here's a here's a clip to uh force you guys to buy it. Not force you, but like sway you. Give me a little you. taste. Give me a little taste. I didn't have a big sister I could stay up late with and talk about makeup, boys, parties, and how sometimes I felt sad for no reason. We're all trying to pretend that we have it all figured out. The last thing I wanted to do was admit to my peers that I had doubts. I'm writing this book because when I was 16 and falling in love for the first time, 
I wished I had an older sister to talk to about it. The same for the time when I was 17 and swore my heartbreak had left me beyond repair. For those times, I locked myself in my closet and cried until I wished I didn't exist anymore. I'm writing this to tell you that you're not alone in the thoughts you think. Somebody else has felt the way you feel right now at this very moment. I'm here to tell you, despite what you've been told, your problems are not unique. Your struggles have been a part of everybody else's life too, and the battle you're fighting right now involves a bigger army than you know. I hate to break it to you, baby cakes, but you're not special. The upside is you're not alone. Wow, that was so great, Melissa. Wasn't that fantastic? That, it was some good reading there. <laughs> oh, my God. But just the sounds. It's so, it was beautifully done. Crisp. Beautifully yeah. crisp. It feels yeah. like it might have been recorded in this room. Whoa. Oh, my gosh. Wild. Wow. Um, so we have links all down below if you guys want to get my book. And um, also, if you want to check uh, where to get it, wherever you are in the world. I literally have links for every single country in the entire fucking world. Just go to my Instagram. They are linked there. Wow. Um, well, that's it, guys. We'll see you next time. Oh, follow us on Instagram. We're close to 10,000. Don't blow me, Pod. Yay. Okay, we'll see you guys next time. Goodbye. Don't Blame Me is a production by me. Executive produced by Melissa DeMonts. Camera operator, Amanda Lechner. And music by Ryan Hunter and Giacomo Picasso. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.